0: It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Shut sure, up, yeah. Rick Corey. That's, that's right. Has- Keep trying to get out of it. Brees Hulse. <clears throat> Bryce Hulse. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're both sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an hour in the books, and we apologize. Seven o'clock here on the Blitz. Eleven seventy. He is Bryce Alls. I'm Rick Core here in the Tulsa Weather Studio. Hey, the Oilers, by the way, uh, do something or we do something with them called the Blitz Upgrade. Go buy the inexpensive seats and go out and watch some hockey. But don't worry, because we will call some seat numbers during the game, and we will take somebody from way up high and put them right down by the ice. It is the the Oilers upgrade or the Blitz upgrade from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Hear us right here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming, streaming pardon me, on the Blitz 1170 app. Yeah. All right, coming up in just a moment, we'll have some not sports still ahead. Have you heard yet? About the enhanced games, I'll explain what that is. We have to get into the e s p n and college football because a couple of things happen. They have an agreement that is worth a lot of money to continue broadcasting those games, plus they want they're might they're talking once again about messing with the format. Justin Jefferson had some interesting comments yesterday I want to get into they're having the parade today in Kansas City for the chiefs. And there are many concerns about that one. We have the Royals ballpark we're talking about, and I want to play you the Carmelo Anthony when he talked about Sam Presti and the Thunder. All that's still ahead. Plus, we have our Arkansas insider, Tyler Cass, at 8.30 this morning. But before we do all that, let's let Bryce just take it from here.
0: Fire up Huey Lewis for a trip back in time. It's Today in Sports History with Bryce Hulse on The Blitz 1170 brought to you by triad Eye institute now grabbing the back of a jeep while on his skateboard it's bryce hulse
2: this day in sports history valentine's day february 14th 1911 the philadelphia phillies come up with an idea for a new style of uniform white flannels with thin vertical stripes an innovation that predates the famed new york yankees pinstripes by four years 1934 the new york the. Toronto Maple Leafs beat the NHL All-Stars 7-3. The game is played as a benefit for former Toronto player Ace Bailey. Bailey suffers a skull fracture earlier in the season from a hit by Boston's Eddie Shore. 1948, right-handed pitcher Mordecai Brown dies in Terre Haute, Indiana at the age of 71. Despite losing part of two fingers on his right hand in a childhood farm accident, Brown won 239 games during a 14-year Hall of Fame career. 1952, six Winter Olympic Games open in Oslo, Norway. 1953, Bill Chambers of William & Mary grabs 51 rebounds in a 105-84 victory over Virginia. 1956, MLB center fielder Willie Mays weds Margaret Wendell Chapman in New York City. 1957, some ten years after Jackie Robinson broke the Major League color barrier, the Georgia Senate unanimously approves a bill prohibiting black players from playing baseball with white players except at religious gatherings. The bill was put forth by Senator Leon Butts. At the time, Georgia does not have a major league team but does have several minor league teams. 1966, Philadelphia's Wilt Chamberlain scores 41 points in a 149-123 victory over Detroit to become the NBA's all-time scoring leader, passing Bob Pettit. 1975, in one of the longest and highest scoring games in ABA history, the San Diego Conquistadors defeated the New York Nets, 176-166 in four overtimes. The game featured a career-high 63 points from Nets' Julius Irving, who sets an ABA record by shooting 25 for 46 from the field. 1976, the Atlanta Braves send Valentine's Day cards to their season ticket holders and the media. The Braves finished in fifth place in 1975, 40 and a half games behind the Cincinnati Reds. Atlanta will finish the season in last place, 32 games behind Cincinnati, but they are fir- they are first in rhyming. Their card reads: Rose is a Red Morgan's one-two. They finished first, like we wanted to, but last year's behind us, we're happy to say, now we're tied for first. Happy Valentine's Day. 1982, San Antonio's George Gervin's failure to score 20 points in a 114-9 ninety-four win over Seattle broke his club record streak of fifty three straight games with twenty or more points. Nineteen eighty six, kareem Abdul Jabbar surpassed Elvin Hayes' career total of fifty thousand minutes during the Los Angeles Lakers 141 to 117 win over Atlanta, becoming the NBA's all-time leader in that category. Nineteen eighty seven, a crowd of fifty-two thousand seven hundred and forty-five, at the time the largest in NBA history, turned out at the Pontiac Silver Dome to watch the Pistons beat Philadelphia one twenty five to one hundred seven the mark lasted less than a year, with the Pistons breaking it at the Silver Dome once again, drawing 61,983 for a game against Boston on January 29, 1988. And in 1988, 30th Daytona 500, Bobby Allison beats his son Davey to fit the finish line. Remembered for Richard Petty's rollover crash in the Trioval on lap 106, rolls over eight times and hit by Brett Bodine, he walks away unhurt. 1992, Bonnie Blair becomes the first American woman in 40 years to win two gold medals in the Winter Olympics when she takes the 1,000-meter speed skating event. 1995, the Houston Rockets acquired Clyde Drexler and forward Tracy Murray from the Portland Trail Blazers for veteran forward Otis Thorpe, a 1995 first-round draft choice, and the draft rights to forward Marcelo Nicola. With Drexler in place, the Rockets went on to win their second consecutive NBA championship. 1999, 41st Daytona 500, Jeff Gordon wins, the first Daytona 500 pole sitter to win the race since Bill Elliott in 1987. 2009, Commissioner David Stern announced that the NBA Finals MVP trophy would be named the Bill Russell MVP Most Valuable Player Award in honor of Russell. 2016, the first NBA All-Star game outside the U.S. is the highest scoring ever. Kobe Bryant says his... His NBA All-Star game goodbye as the West wins 196-173 at the Air Canada Center in Toronto. Russell Westbrook scores 31 points in his second straight All-Star MVP performance. Paul George finishes with 41 for the East. And in 2019, Russell Westbrook finishes with 44 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists in the OKC Thunders' 131-122 loss to the New Orleans Pelicans. That marked his 11th straight triple-double, the longest streak in NBA history. The run would come to an end in the Thunders' next game on February 22nd, as Westbrook finished with 43 points, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists. Birthdays today, February 14th, 1945, Fred Carter, former Sixers guard. 1951, Larry Milborn, former Mariners infielder. 1960, Jim Kelly, Hall of Fame Bills quarterback. 1972, Drew Bledsoe, former Patriots and Bills quarterback. 1978, Richard Hamilton, former Pistons guard. 1978, David Girard, former Jaguars quarterback. 1978, Courtney Brown, former Browns defensive end. 1990, not 1990, Alshon Jeffrey, former Bears and Eagles wide receiver. 1993, Yerman Mercedes, White Sox designated hitter. And 1993, Jadavion Clowney, Browns defensive end. And that is this day in sports history brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. And thanks, Triad, for doing that very thing. 7.07 here on the
1: Blitz 1170. Still to come, we talked about all the things we want to get into. I'm going to explain what the enhanced games are. I think this is... Um, Well, I'll I'll let you know when I get there. But it's an interesting idea. Bryce Salsa in the next room. I'm Rick Corey here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Now let's launch on into not sports. Well, you have heard probably the song Gin and Juice from Snoop and Dr. Dre, right? Yeah. Well, now they are, as Snoop does, in business together, and they're going to actually make the cocktail.
2: There we go. Uh, Pour the cereal. Why (laughs) did
1: it take 30 years? I don't know. Is my only question. Yeah. Because Snoop has not missed a business opportunity yet thing you know he's not losing money right ah, no, no 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 and i mean dr dre obviously he's you know he gets to do what he wants to do oh yeah uh, but i've been so impressed with snoop as a business guy I mean oh, yeah. his heart too, I mean he's got his his league out there, you mm-hmm. know his little league, and he you know he coaches and he puts money into it, and all that, but then when he teamed up with Martha Stewart, we all went what and then it's really entertaining, oh yeah, and then he has his cookbooks and then he appears uh, you mm-hmm. you never know where the dude's gonna appear, and by the way, a very kind of well, all right, I will admit Starsky and Hutch, the remake mm-hmm. which was Ben Stiller and Owen uh, Wilson, Wilson, yeah. And Snoop. But Snoop played Huggy Bear, and he was fabulous. Yeah. (laughs) He was just fabulous. Anytime he's on screen, I can't help but watch. I just am intrigued. So what a great business idea. So finally, after 30 years, there they go. So you're going to be able to find it, gin and juice, and why not? You know, just give it a shot. Nice. Uh, You know who Kate Hudson is, of course. That's Goldie Hawn's daughter, right? Uh, Kate Hudson gets residuals from Home Alone 2. Did you even know she was in it? I did not Yeah, She was apparently in the choir And she was singing Or in a group oh. of people singing So she was a very young kid So she was doing an interview And someone asked if she got residuals from it And she said she did Can you imagine Give me a guess at what you think her residual check is From Home Alone 2 As someone who was kind of if you will an extra
2: uh, $5,000
1: Her last check was 10 cents <laughs> <laughs> Literally and you, and you have to send it yeah. Right, we got a check at home with all the medical bills that we've had through the years. You know, sometimes you'll overpay; they may bill you, and you they bill you again, and you paid. And then you're like, "I thought I paid that." And you paid again. Oh, she... We got to check back for three cents. <laughs> they have to balance the books. Yeah, we got to do it. And they send us a check for three. Putting cents. an
2: eyedrop in the Atlantic Ocean uh-huh. or something,
1: if that. So <laughs> she uh, she gets a check every
2: now and then for a dime. <laughs> I wonder if she just like stacks them up somewhere. <laughs> She's like, no, you, you bet I'm cashing. Yeah, this. I am
1: cashing this. Yeah. We well, ever gone through? Have you ever gone to a business drive-through, whatever, and you give them cash, which is rare these days, and then mm. they only owe you like a penny back, and they try yeah. to not give you the penny.
2: <laughs> you ever had that happen? But, uh, yeah. Like uh, they'll ask, like, are you, you know you want the change, whatever. Do you ask? No, no. Like typically, if it's like under five cents or something, I'll be like, keep the change, and I'll feel good about myself just giving them back. <laughs> That three cents, <laughs> like, wow, how charitable am I? Well, what, what, what gets annoying is whenever they owe you like two or three dollars and they're like, Would you like a change? It's like, Yeah, I want my change. What do you, I've crazy? never had a mask that, but I, I've had a mask a, like when it's kind of crazy. I've know? never had a mask that. I will
1: say there's a place that I go every Friday because Lindsay likes it and I get her a tea there. Okay. Uh, I, she loves this tea and I'll go get her a tea there every Friday. It's a thing. And she'll ask too. Uh, there are a lot of things now with all the medicines and the problems that she doesn't remember. Her short-term memory is really, really bad, but she remembers the tea, and mm-hmm. she'll say, you "Remember, it's Friday," mm-hmm. and so this large tea, tax and all, is a dollar night. Okay. And um, you know, I usually just hand them the credit card because that's what you do, and then it's you know what to keep up with. But I, they will occasionally give them a dollar ten, and they'll ask, "Do you want your penny?" I do. All right. I do because that's my family's penny. Yeah, and I look. I know that sounds goofy. No, I get it. But that's my family's d- penny, not yours. Do you like to collect change?
2: Uh, no. Like, uh, like no. I, I, I keep like a change jar. Well, so that's I do one, too. That is one thing that yeah. for like me,
1: I do. I have a change jar. We have a change jar, and then we only cash it out once before our summer vacation, okay. and before we cash it out when Delaney was still home, especially before we cash it out, we'd set it out on the counter, and everybody got to guess <laughs> how much was in there. The closest person got half of it dang so if if you you know if delaney or Lindsay won or kelly when he was home you got half that and it was just yours for the vacation count me in for the guessing rick the biggest <laughs> the biggest one so and in your cash change jar what's the biggest you've turned it in for how uh, much money largest I, amount of money probably. yeah
2: i've only done it a few times so far i've only recently started doing it so probably like 65 to 70 bucks, I think, was like the biggest that I've had.
1: And that's a nice windfall, right? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty solid. Ours was 417. The biggest one was 417, because I've got this large, (laughs) what it actually is. (laughs) It's one of those big old tubs you see that the cheese balls come in at Walmart. Nice. You know when yeah. you walk in mm-hmm. and they've got that, hey, that's a dollar, which you know is going to kill you. <laughs> I mean, the instant you buy that, you really should get go to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because your cholesterol, your salt, they're all going through the roof because that's not food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, we had one of those from a long time ago. We don't buy those anymore, but it's that big, and that's where we drop it all. So every piece of change. Yeah. And my wife will stop and pick up a penny off the ground coming out yeah. of a convenience store. See, that, that makes sense, though. And we throw it all in there. And I just, uh, no, I want it. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. going to do you any good. It's not going to do your business any good. At the right. end of the day, you say it's not going to do my family any good. But if I do that for my entire life, well.
2: Like there's no difference, really, you know. Yeah, like, right. So I'll throw overthink. it in there.
1: So I... But, but hey, 918-262-5072, Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma Text Line. What's the largest amount you've gotten for that? And, you know, now they have those machines because, you know, during the pandemic, you had a hard time getting change. I mean, change yeah. was short, and it was, you know, people just weren't, they were keeping it. So you, if you have a change jar, and I think probably most people do, what's the most you've gotten out of that change jar? But that's how we had always done ours, and somebody got half. So somebody got, it was 200 and whatever it was, $208.50. That's half mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the, got um, half of that. And I think it was Delaney. And she probably still has it, because that woman does not <laughs> spend money. Really? No, 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 no. She is she will save, oh yeah, she's, she's, not, she's not excited. I mean for anything. She's really frugal. The doctor so I, in the family. Yeah, she might still have it. Yeah, she will be in a year, <laughs> a little less than that. All right, so this is, uh, I've heard, I've always heard all my life, and you've probably heard it too, raw chicken, be careful, raw chicken. Wash your hands after raw chicken. My wife won't even yeah. touch raw chicken. Salmonella,
2: There's, is that? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. So.
1: Christine will not touch raw chicken. Uh, if she'll buy uh, frozen stuff that's already prepared or whatever, and then she'll redo that, but she will not touch raw chicken. She hates it. So there's a dude who's eating nothing but raw chicken (laughs) for 100 days. Or he says, until I'm hospitalized, guess where he's from?
2: Florida. Of course he is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's on his 26th consecutive day of eating raw chicken. He said a company sent him some hot sauce, so he's going to give that a go. But otherwise, oh, he's just—he's only using his surname. He's not giving the rest of his name. And why mm. is he doing it? Well, of course, he's doing it to get followers. Yeah. So this is an Instagram thing right now. He's at—he's at, <laughs> at three hundred ninety-five thousand followers. God, again, person, people, uh chicken. C- he's calling it the raw chicken experiment. Which, right away, we should all know. Well, no,
2: <laughs> just oh. no. Oh, so he's right. a scientist. Sure. Experiments. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That yeah. makes it work, right? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> that's what he is. Of course not. Uh, he just said that he 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 said he'd gone to Whole Foods a couple of years ago and ate raw food. And he said he, you know, even raw meat. And he said he got bored at two 200 days and just stopped because it never made him sick. So this time he's going to go with the raw chicken. And he's he's about 40 days in and he's not sick yet. So mm. I'm not telling you to go do that. I'm certainly not telling you that. I'm yeah. just telling you.
2: Wow. They're built different in Florida.
1: (laughs) That's one way to put it. Did you see the headbanging horse? No. So there's a video up, and this horse now has its own TikTok, that the the owners, you know, were playing music. And they realized when they were playing headbanging, hard rock, the horse would stand there and just nod its head. You know how horses will do that anyway. And it was just, I mean, it was just getting it. And they was playing Slipknot. And the horse (laughs) was into it. So they thought, well, we'll see what else happens, right? So they played a little country. Horse just stopped. Mm. Walked around the stall, acted a little bit, you know, a little bit bored. This is a Canadian, by the way, quarter horse named Pretty. And so they thought, well, let's see this. So they tried different kinds of music. The horse will absolutely act uninterested until you put on metal. And then the horse will get after it. (laughs) <laughs> it'll hop around. It'll bang, it'll headbang, and especially when it's Slipknot. So they are they are con- now Slipknot has or now pretty has yeah. its own channel, and you just get to see the horse walking around yeah. doing that. Now I I know the I've we've never had a lot of pets in the house because we're gone a lot. and I don't think it's fair to the pet, but I do know people who will say that their animals will respond to certain kinds of music. I just mm-hmm. have never heard of a horse responding to um, heavy metal. But if you want to look, you can find that. It's under uh, pretty. Oh, and I I mentioned, you know, raw chicken, which is... (laughs) So the CDC has now dropped our COVID-19 five-day isolation guidelines. So we see see consistently things happening as we get further and further away. But for the longest time, once you were positive which happens a lot nowadays you were told to isolate for five days now the cdc's dropped that now a lot of people weren't doing it i understand that Mm -hmm. but there are still those who pay very close attention to what the cdc said and they're telling you now for you you don't need to worry about now at the same time they're doing that we have two cases of bubonic plague one in oregon (laughs) one in washington so good news let's get after that yeah all right some birthdays today that aren't sports i love this guy simon pegg Mission Impossible, the Star Trek movie, Shaun of the Dead. He did, yeah, Shaun of the yeah. Dead was one of the first ones that did those spoof type movies. I, Simon Pegg, I, you know, and especially in Star Trek when he's Scotty, mm-hmm. he just makes me laugh. I think he's just fantastic. Uh, the the Magician Teller, a Penn and teller, we just had a big old week with the Super Bowl out there. He's 76 today. Meg Tilly, who I think is really good, is 64 from the Big Chill Body Snatchers. Original MTV VJ. I remember these people. Wow. Alan Hunter is 69. Man. And when they started as VJs, they all looked like they were 10. Back when they actually played music? 60. Yes, they played videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rather than movies and things yeah. like that. He was 69 years old. Uh, Ken Wall from Wise Guy is 67. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, mayor of New York, mm. 82. And then from uh, music, Rob Thomas of Matchbox 2020 is 52. Uh, And that's really about it. All right, that's it for uh, this thing, sports history and not sports, right here on the Blitz 1170 in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. So when we come back, what are the enhanced games? Probably a lot about what you're just exactly thinking. And I'll explain it next here on the Blitz.
0: The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170. and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: There's Valentine's Day basketball tonight as the Tulsa Golden Hurricane are back in action. They'll be at South Florida to face the Bulls in Tampa. Tip-off is at 6 with 5.30 pregame starting over on Big Country 99.5. And last night, the 25th ranked Oklahoma Sooners fell to the 12th ranked Baylor Bears, 79 62. The Bears shot 55% from the field, led by Jaden Nunn's 27 points. OU's senior guard, Rivaldo Soares, led the team with 17 points off the bench. That's the window roll of Tulsa 2 Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170
0: at. Is the morning blitz with Rick Corey? Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918 879 1170. We want to hear from you.
1: We certainly do, and we're getting texts, and we appreciate that at 918 262 5072. Just got a text, from, a text from Gretchen, and her son is a heavy metal singer, mm. and she's got a picture of I'm, I'm pretty sure that's him. Uh, and he's he's doing a little headbanging himself, and his head's flopping back and forth. And she said, does the horse's mane bang like that? Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> Which is thing that's kind of really fun right there. And then we got one right here, too, from 5462. That's the last four of the phone number that says, So speaking of Matthew and Snoop on one of the row shows, lots of rappers on stage, one cam up and said, only one person on stage has been to prison. <laughs> and it was the old white lady. <laughs> it was Martha.
2: <laughs> she has. I about that.
1: But that's a riot. Yeah. So you got all these rappers and Martha, and she's the one who's been <laughs> All right, now that's funny, and that's why we love the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, because those kinds of things are absolutely classy. (laughs) Ah! Oh, that one's going to stay with me, I promise Mm you, and and thank you, Carrie, for that one. We're also taking suggestions for uh, Valentine's Day, because this is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers, Uh, and if you're one of those people who's like, no, No, not me. Then, sorry. (laughs) I can't help you. At our house, though, the tradition tonight will be to watch the movie, Valentine's Day, which I think is very well done. As a matter of fact, that one and New Year's Eve, the one, you know, this it's not the same cast, but it is some of the same cast, and they've done that. They tried to do it with Mother's Day, and it just didn't work. But the Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day movie is, I think, fantastic. And got some really, I mean, the first time you see it, you got some very unexpected unexpected plot twists. Mm. You know, you got Bradley Cooper, and you got Julia Roberts, and you got Hector Elizondo, and you got Taylor Swift in there. As a matter of yeah. fact, when she, she was young, she's playing a cheerleader, which she made fun of herself, basically, in the role, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. Taylor Lautner uh, is mm-hmm. in there. Kutcher um, f- in there? Yeah, who? Was Kutcher? Was he? In no, he's not. But I can't think of. Oh, the young girl who plays the uh, the uh, oh, and she was in um, We're the Millers, playing a <laughs> more vile character. Oh, in but, the Roberts. Yes, uh, she's you know she's kind of one of the leads in this. Uh, um, let's see, uh, Hector Elizondo. As I mentioned, Hector Elizondo. But then uh, Shirley MacLaine plays his wife, and there's a key moment Jamie in thoughts. there. Um yes, Jamie Foxx is big in that. Uh let's see. Um, uh, Justin Timberlake's wife, who whose name is leaving me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and God, there's several others. Who am I? Oh, Dr. Who,
2: McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, who's that? He's Patrick Dempsey.
1: Yes, and he actually his he and you know Ashton Kutcher is it. I'm sorry, you're right. As a matter of fact, those two like this, um, because of well anyway mm. th- some interest well opposite interest if you uh, will uh, I've never seen it so I, I need to see it every star in, I think in the world is in it yep. and and it, what's fun to, one of the fun things for fun for me is it opens and closes with a radio host <laughs> and it's, his name is Romeo something and he said here are 12 hours a day on this day of love or whatever yeah. and so <laughs> you got his hours. kind of narration from time to time through it so he opens it and he closes it um uh, George Lopez is a riot in a small part in there. At any rate, ton of those people in there, and I think it's really a fun movie. So that's we'll end up watching that one tonight. Uh, all right. So I ask you, what the enhanced games were? If you knew what the enhanced games were, had you heard of them? I had not. So we know that the Olympics um, doesn't want doped up, doped athletes. You know, right. when we've all heard of that. We know that the Russians can't compete and things like that because of that. We know people have been stripped of things. We know, you know, for instance, not in the Olympics, but Lance Armstrong was in the Tour de France. Well, now a guy has decided, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. His name is Aaron D'Souza. And he says, you know, we're just going to put that aside and we're going to hold the enhanced game, enhanced games. He says, quote, that this targets the hypocritical, corrupt, and dysfunctional Olympic Games. Mm. Now, they're the ones who don't want you to artificially enhance yourself so they can find out who the best athlete is without that. Right. But he thinks they're hypocritical and corrupt. Now, I have no doubt that there are times through the history that the IOC may have done things that they shouldn't have. Mm. But... Isn't that the pot calling the kettle
2: black? Well, I mean, wouldn't the hypocrites, like, hide a lot of the doping and yeah, stuff? Yeah, of course, right. So, so I mean, but they're not really accusing that while saying they're hypocrites.
1: No, 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 no. There
2: is matter so fact, that's, that's the thing. That's, they, what's, that's what confuses me.
1: I mean, they're telling you that the Olympic Games themselves are the ones who are hypocrites yeah. <laughs> for, for disallowing it. It's like, I don't see
2: how those...
1: Uh, they make it fairly clear this is something you're not supposed to do, so that seems pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. So they say they're gonna this this will allow athletes to use things that are banned by the anti doping agency. And he says it's going to be performance medicine technology to push the limits of human humanity or to of, of humanity. You know, if you artificially push it, I mean that's hard to maintain. Yeah. You can artificially push it and I mean you can take a caffeine pill before something and feel more energetic. Mm-hmm. You can you know do what Lance Armstrong did, blood doping with oxygen, mm-hmm. and if you, but you can't do that all the time. So if all you're trying to do is do that for that 100 yard, you know, 100 meters or whatever, yeah, but that still isn't who you really are. That's who you yeah. are with all that Barry Bonds, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, with the extra help Mark McGuire, and and then at that point Sammy Sosa, you're doing things other people can't do, in a single time. And then we're looking back and going, that, that person was best. No. I mean, you yeah. know, the records can say what they want. I will never consider Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, or Sammy Sosa as home run leaders ever. Right. Ever. I will never consider them that. They were using things they weren't supposed to. Let's go back and do that again and give it to Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle and people mm-hmm. like that. But, no, they wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't think they would do it. Uh, at any rate, this guy's going to he's going to hold these games. Now, the thing is, right now, it's just an idea but he wants to do it. He doesn't have a place. He doesn't have necessarily a plan yet. And he doggone sure doesn't have any sponsors, if you will. <laughs> He's just decided it's a good idea. And I think, I mean,
2: I think most people off the bat would say, well, that's silly.
1: But I guarantee you there are going to be some people out there who are all about it.
2: It'll be just an entertaining factor for, for me. I mean, it would just be a straight-up entertainment. I wouldn't look at it kind of like what you're talking about, about how, well, it's not really – that impressive in terms of just your natural human ability so it's like I wouldn't look at it as that I would just look at it straight up entertaining it would be for the people who are watching baseball back in the Barry Ponds and Mark McGuire days and seeing these unhuman type uh, feats reached by all them and just Mm -hmm. be like what happened to baseball oh wait we can bring it back right here in this uh, different league so that's that's why I, like.
1: I don't you know, I, I suppose the morbid curiosity, I, I am so opposed to the idea mm-hmm. that the morbid curiosity might make me watch a little. But I am so opposed to it. I think I would probably just do my best to stay away. Yeah, that's I wouldn't even think it's entertainment. I part of me would be worried about somebody dying. I mean, that's, how, that's thing. I mean <laughs> how much can you do, and if a little bit makes me better, won't a lot make me a lot better? And at what point does that cross a line with mm. someone's physiology? And it's probably not likely, but... Still. I, yeah. I, so would I watch How far it? are people no. going to
2: be willing to go if there's no limits? Mm-hmm. What right. kind of limits would they
1: set? Yeah, right. And right now they haven't said there's any limit at all, so what would they do? I, I am truly interested, though. Would you watch nine one eight two six two five zero seven two? Would you watch something like that, either out of morbid curiosity or entertainment, as Bryce said, or would you just say, nope, not a part of it? And that, that tends to be what I think right now. Knowing me and knowing what we do, I'd probably watch a little, if I'm being really honest, because you kind of need to. Yeah. But I... I can't imagine I would ever sit down and, and continuously do that. And to call—I I don't always agree with the language, but to call them the unethical ones for actually telling you, "No, let's have real human performance," is just this kind of thing makes you shake your head. But, but those people are laughing. and somebody, hey, look, there's probably oh. there probably people listening right now that think, "Hey, that's a great idea." Hmm. And if you do, I promise I'm not going to denigrate you because you can do what you want to do. I just think for me. I think it's silly.
2: It's like it's like the Princess Bride. Like you say that word, but I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> I don't think
1: you know what that word <laughs> means. Uh inconceivable. Nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. That's an Ropti treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line. Yes, thank you. He knows he knows movie lines. I God, I reference. like him better all the time. He's Bryce Saul I'm Rick Corey. We'll be back here in just one moment on the Blitz eleven seventy.
0: Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: The Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Orlando Magic last night in their final game before the All-Star break. Jalen Williams of the Thunder with 33 points, SGA added 32, and Chet Holmgren had 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 blocks. And yesterday, the Kansas City Royals unveiled their plans for a $2 million-plus ballpark project. They intend to build their new ballpark blocks away from the T-Mobile Center and the Power Light District. That's the winter roll of Tulsa to Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
0: The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918 262 5072.
1: Many of you have done that today already here on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Thank you for doing that and continue. Uh, not a single response to the enhanced games. So I think maybe the uh, thought is exactly like I thought, which is, yep, just don't care. Uh, I'm not something I would be interested in. I think it's a little dangerous, personally. Um, and I. Uh, Guys, you're just pushing a narrative of, hey, go do that. It's okay. And I don't want to see that. But at any rate. All right, so the, the parade downtown in Kansas City. So I, I Scott File once went up to go to the parade. I can't remember if it was the Cubs or the Bucks. Just because it, it's his team and they won and he wanted to be at the parade. Would you you know what that's gonna be like? Would you go take like today in Kansas City?
2: Uh yeah. I'd I'd go to experience it maybe at least one time, even though I don't see any of my casual pro teams reaching that feat anytime soon. I would, <laughs> I would, I would go to the Kansas City Chiefs one just to experience it.
1: I, you know, knowing downtown Kansas City and well, any downtown, it's not necessarily easy. Trying to get a spot. Being in a place that long, having to find a bathroom, possibly,
2: uh, <laughs> I, I understand. Tape bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'd almost have to, mm-hmm. and you know, if you're a huge fan of the Chiefs, I get it, man. I do, oh, yeah. and you know, they've had they had their they've had them before, and now you got two in a row, and it's going to be a good time. It's also a great way to just tell the boss I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they handle that. You'll understand. Well, I do wonder. I mean, you know. Yeah. Right? I, do they just you know? Some businesses around there just go look. And can you do business in downtown Kansas City when the parade is just shutting everything mm-hmm. down? I mean, That's you late. stay in the office and do business. We learned that during the pandemic. But I mean, okay. it's imagine if you're in one of those offices and let's say you had a doctor's
2: appointment today. Oh gosh.
1: You better reschedule
2: that. Well, because I wonder if it's changed a little bit since when they won it in 2020. Obviously, that was like a big deal. Mm. Like, we're back. But I wonder if now that it's 2024 and you've won your third and four years where people are like, okay. Like, we're a dynasty now. We get it. You can't you run this excuse anymore like it's expected. Oh, I think they'll just continue to show
1: up, and I don't blame them for doing it. I think it'd be fun to go to, but it, you, the logistics of trying to get in and out, park somewhere, right. find a toilet. How, look, how, many, how
2: many apartments are close by? I can just, like, borrow a balcony or something. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> well, if you know somebody who lives there, but if you live yeah. there and, you, and you're do at work at a certain time, you're a shift. Well, if you, well, you're probably not a shift worker down there, but it would be difficult to get in and out, I would think. It'll, let's just all that. To say it's going to be really busy in Mm -hmm. Kansas City today. And I saw one article that said they would bring they had all the security figured out for Taylor Swift, and I saw one article that said she's already not she's not going to be there. Now, I know I'd looked at the concert schedule at one time and I'd looked because we talked about her coming from Tokyo and then having to go back. And I looked at one time and I know it looked to me like she had a week off in there, but there was an Australian concert, I believe, coming up. So – and I saw one story okay. that said, no, no, she's going to be in a plane to Australia already or on her plane to Australia. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she'll be in Melbourne for fr- Friday
1: for the okay. concert. So, so this is just Wednesday. Would you – I mean, I guess you could go just to kind of mm-hmm. adjust yourself because you've yeah, traveling down, so much.
2: I mean, how much of a time difference is that? It's like almost a – it's a lot of hours ahead or behind. I don't yeah. know. I, I wouldn't <laughs> – That would take like a couple of days to get used to, especially when you're going to mm-hmm.
1: perform. Yeah. Of course, she's – you know, she's been traveling the world anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I – I don't see with all the hassle, with all the stuff that would be added to it, why maybe you'd even go to this. Let let that happen yeah. among the guys. But you've and, done enough. You yeah, know. and you go on on As your own. As someone who's
2: not annoyed by Taylor Swift, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, no I, I just think, you know, for, for the standpoint of, Everybody like yeah. the extra security and and what it would I mean, what police would have to do, and all those things is probably easier if that's not the case so i, I just heard that now to you know we talk about security and hey, did you see did you hear Jason Kelsey he was on a podcast talking about what um, what happens or happened with Travis and why he had to move out of his house mm. uh, this is Jason Kelsey, the brother, the luchador. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles Center, at least for now. Uh, talking about how being just mentioned with Taylor Swift has forced some lifestyle changes for Travis.
2: It's crazy to feel how much joy you bring people or they how much you affect um you know people's daily lives. It's also
0: incredibly it has its drawbacks for sure. I mean, you know yeah, way yeah. more than I do. Um and Travis knows way more than I, I mean he had to move he had to completely move out of his house, right? What, what
2: people were like Apparazzi, coming by? Yeah, people just staying by his house. Yeah. I mean, safety reasons. Wow. And the first day he moved into the new house. They knew where he was already. A, a gated community. Somebody knocks on the back door, a window of the house.
1: Someone knocks, Gosh. a gated community, they climbed and knocked on his back window. Expecting what? <laughs> come on in. <laughs> and go, oh, always happy to be a fan. Would yeah. you like a selfie and an autograph? Yeah, yeah. Come on back in the house. So, I mean, considering those kinds of things. Then you can kind of understand why. Mm-hmm. And according to the, I was reading one article that said the family's still kind of trying to learn how to deal with it because Mama Kelsey doesn't seem. Even if you see the new, the shots up in the uh, the box, Mama Kelsey never seems. I mean, she doesn't seem like she's annoyed. She just seems like she really doesn't care. Yeah. That one promo where they're all rocking Doing back the swag and surf forth, and, and she's <laughs> yeah, she's her, kind of grinning like. She flew cause... home on Southwest.
2: One of us,
1: one yeah, of us. There was a, there was a story. My and my wife pointed this one out to me. Uh, as As the plane landed, the one of the flight attendants or taking off, I can't remember. One of the flight attendants said, "Hey, we have a celebrity on board. You know, Mrs. Kelsey's with us, and the whole plane of course, applauded, but she just flew back on Southwest."
2: <laughs> I, could see, I could see her being mm-hmm. like, "I'm I'm a celebrity." I, I know, know. <laughs> really.
1: So that's not. I mean, it's not like you know. I mean, it's not like the. I mean, yes, they have NFL sons, and those NFL sons have fans. Mm-hmm. And they all understand that, and especially Travis with the Super Bowl rings. But obviously, last year when they were together in the Super Bowl, it was we you know, the number of stories were you know there were a lot. And we know those brothers are fun, and they they get a lot of the oxygen in the media world when it comes to you know to, to talking about things because they're easy to talk about. Yeah. I mean, come on, Jason in a luchador mask following them around all night <laughs> in Kansas City. Is something to talk about. We, we
2: need Travis Kelsey to be Rambo, and then him to do the remake of Nacho Libre, and then J- Jason Kelsey to do the remake Yeah, library. we're done right there. I think it's. I think that's pretty much perfect. Actually,
1: you know what? If I was going to watch Travis Kelsey remake something, it'd have to be some of the really silly Adam Sandler's, mm. like you know Billy Madison or <laughs> you know Happy Gilmore. Have him oh, as a man. golfer in Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Now,
2: see? That ball's going 600 yards.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if he can play or not, but I know that, that he seems like he could pull off those roles, maybe yeah. some of the, the Sandler roles, but you're right about Nacho Libre. <laughs> and if, for those who have never seen Nacho Libre, first of all, anything Jack Black does is worthwhile, mm-hmm. I believe. But if you haven't seen Nacho Libre, you got to get him a shot. And yes, Jason, <laughs> was, but he didn't look bored. I mean, he walked around on that mask all night like that's what he was supposed to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a normal thing. He looked at po- at, at times like he, that there was a little, you know, one of those little bands, one of those little waist things they put in a kid, and then you put the line on them so you can drag them along. <laughs> I mean, he looked for all those world. Those kid leashes? <laughs> yes. He looked like he was on a child leash, just following them around right up until he almost face-planted in the shrub. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talk about living your best life. Mm-hmm. They seem to be doing that. I uh, and, and the poor, poor guy. I mean, if you're Travis, I can't imagine now just because you're you're dating Taylor Swift, they're knocking on your back window at your home.
2: Well, because even Taylor Swift had an issue not that long ago in her New York home mm-hmm. of a guy that for like the third time was trying to get up there, and then they found him dumpster diving near when he was let out of jail. I mean, just and that's just a normal occurrence. Yeah. And now he's a part of it. It is. By the way, we got a text here in our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic
1: of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072 from Kay. And it says, what kind of events are we talking about in the doped up Olympics? He, they haven't even said that yet, Kay. I mean, we're just that early. Yeah. But I saw the headline, which certainly obviously got my attention. And if they want to put on something like this, I mean, there's going to be some knuckleheads somewhere who are going to decide this is a good idea. I'm assuming it's going to be all the same kinds of things you would see. I'm sure, you know, I would think you're going to see – because think about where we've seen doping the most. It's been involved in biking and swimming. Uh, some, of course, in sprinting and running. Mm. So I I have to think it's going to be a lot of the same Olympic-type events, but allowing them – you know, for instance, in weightlifting, if you're going to just allow use of things that are, that are banned, well, how much stronger is someone going to get? But that's my point about safety – At what point does the human body is just not capable, even enhanced, and does someone hurt themselves with, you know, a thousand pounds of something, you know, lift-wise. That, to me, has a recipe for someone's going to get hurt or worse.
2: And yet their website, they keep on pushing that safety Mm -hmm. mark. Mm -hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I can't imagine, Kay, that it will be anything other than the regular you know things we see, uh, but I don't know that we'll even see it, and I hope we don't personally. But that's just mm-hmm. because I don't want to legitimize it for anyone watching any any younger people going, well, hey, it worked over there, and they're okay, and nothing happened to them, and look what they did. Because yeah. no matter what you do, somebody somewhere is going to think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And they're going to think because somebody did it like that that you think it's that, that it's, it's okay,
2: and, and I, you can think that you're policing it best you can. But you're not. You're going to have athletes mm-hmm. overdo that yeah. so much,
1: and and some young people who you really don't want doing that. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure, Kay. But uh, we'll keep. You know, if I see anything else about it, I promise you, I will continue to pass it along. The big what you didn't tell me, Kay, is are you interested? Would you watch, or are you asking out of morbid curiosity? <laughs> Because that's what I'm really interested in. Is there somebody out there? I mean, there's. I'm sure there's some people out there. Like you know, no, I, I'll watch that, and I. I just don't want to add to the legitimacy, so I would not, all right? All right, at 7.50 here on the Blitz 1170, I mentioned ESPN and the college football uh, the CFP have come together on an agreement, and you you might have seen that number. It's enormous. But not only that, they're, they're talking about monkeying with the format again, and Bryce has a pretty solid opinion about that. We'll get to. Uh, coming up at 8.30, Tyler Cass, our uh, Arkansas insider from KTHV 11 in Little Rock. And by the way, it's going to be a lot about baseball and softball, because right now, if you talk about Arkansas basketball, You know, all you're going to get is a lot of groans from people over there in Arkansas. And I understand why. But we'll get into that with Tyler. But we'll get into the CFP and ESPN when we come back here on The Blitz.
0: The Blitz text line is always open. 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on The Blitz 1170. And streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: The 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners fell to the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears last night, 79-62. The Bears shot 55% from the field, led by Jaden Nunn's 27 points. OU's senior guard, Rivaldo Soares, led the team with 17 points off the bench. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane are back in action tonight. They'll be at South Florida to face the Bulls. Tip-off is at 6 with a 5.30 pregame, starting over on Big Country 99.5. That's the window roll of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Butts 1170, and streaming on the Butts 1170 app.